What's up carnivores? This is Carnivore Kurt, your host, and I'm really excited to have you here. Welcome to the channel. I'm super excited. My name is Carnivore Kurt. Carnivore Kurt. I'm gonna be your host. All right, carnivores, just jump right into it. The number one key to doing the carnivore diet, I've really transformed both how I feel, look, just experience life. And I think that the carnivore diet is a tremendously powerful tool for a lot of individuals who are suffering from anxiety, autoimmune Share it with someone who's interested in the carnivore diet. Let's spread the word, let's get this out to people. Let's help others understand more about this and see the bigger picture. Guys, that was a score. Score one for the carnivores. Full belly, raw liver, kidney. I just want to do about half of this raw pork fat. Absolutely fantastic. Quality soy free eggs make it really, really tasty. What's going on, guys and gals? So, this is going to be a different video. I'm not just going to sit in front of the camera and give you a bunch of information. I'm actually going to take you through a process. A lot of friends of mine have expressed how difficult the carnivore diet is, how they just could never do it, how it's just not something that's sustainable. And I want to show you a process that makes a lot of sense to easily do it because it's nonsense. You can do the carnivore diet very easy. In fact, I would argue it's much easier to do than most other ways of eating and the benefits you get are exceptional. So if you can make it an easy way to do it, have an approach to it, I'm gonna walk you through how to do it, how to have your lunch and make it very simple. I've done days of eating in the past where you can kind of go back and look at that, but this video is gonna be all about walking you through the process, giving you some really simple, actionable tips on how to go about doing it and then we'll spin it. So one of the things you gotta do is you gotta get your shopping game on point. You gotta find out ways that you can actually buy food that makes sense and is sustainable for you. If you don't have meat, you don't have your game dialed in. So the first thing I like to do is I like to go to websites like White Oak Pastures here in Texas where I'm at, they ship to the East Coast. Any order over $100, $10 shipping, $10 get it to your door on ice, on dry ice, get whatever you want. You can go to shop, you can come in here and you can get your beef, you can get all your steaks here. And they show you what's in stock. They've got stuff that's sold out right now, but you can always get notified and they will let you know when stuff comes back. You also have your grounds, your beef, you've got your roasts, and the prized possessions of the fat and the liver and the marrow and all of those good things like kidney, cheeks, soup bones, just some of the more exotic things that you can, you can see here that they have. So um, all the pricing is reasonable. You know it's regeneratively farmed. The animals are raised humanely. It's a regenerative farm, so it supports the environment. It's a very sort of, it's a very sort of optimal, healthy, option to just order tons of high quality animal foods. They've got beef, pork, lamb. The other site you can go to is grassland. So if you go to grassland, you can go to beef and you can get suet. Their suet is phenomenal for fat. You can get steaks, you can get franks. They make their own liver, liverwurst stuff where you blend in liver. Um, they've got all kinds of grass fed, grass finished products here. A lot of this stuff is imported from New Zealand and Australia, so just keep that in mind. You're not necessarily getting US products, and that's why I tend to lean more towards White Oak because I know they're regenerative. 
I'm buying more locally. They're just a couple states from where, where I am. And I'm trying to support the, the local economy, trying to support the local um, footprint of the carbon footprint of shipping products in from all over the world. And so, but grassland is a great option for you if you are looking for things like pemmican, suet. They've got some options with their, their, their stuff. And again, they deliver 950 for all orders or 75 pounds. So not a lot of excuses to just have the food that you need. Take a moment each week, maybe an hour to just do your shopping, tally, whatever you need. The other place I go to is a local farm here between Houston and, and Austin. They're called Shirttail Creek. They're about an hour and a half away. Best eggs in town. They're a big chicken farm. They show up at the farmer's markets in downtown Austin. Um, and I can actually put in an order on their website whenever I want to pick up the eggs. And I can put my name info in there. I can tell them where I'm going to pick it up, which market. And I can come down here and go, all right, I want to get, you know, a half dozen soy-free dozen eggs from them. And I can just get a, a ton of high-quality eggs from them. You get ground beef. They've got a, a caveman blend right here where it's like part heart, 25% of its liver and heart ground into the ground beef. Um, and they're also grass-fed. So you've got options. You can do some digging. I've done a video on how to look for options to find the unique items. But that's like that's where you can stock your freezer and have options there. So you don't have a lot of excuse for not having the food. Look, I, I get it. It's not always easy to keep your food, to have all of your options that you want. With a little bit of planning, it's really not that hard. You can actually you can actually take care of this part of your business and make sure you're stocked. Take a look at my fridge here. I basically have a ample supply of meats and fats in here. I keep some core at the bottom. I've got beef bones, I've got marrow, I've got big cuts of chuck, I've got some liver in there, I've got kidney, and it's really not hard to stock this stuff. I've got eggs here got some Topo Chico's, I've got some pork fat, I've got some pork belly, and I've got some kidney right here. And this bad boy right here is liver jerky. If you're working in an office and you don't wanna cook liver, which I could understand, maybe you wanna have a reputation, you wanna kinda of preserve your, your uh, favor, you're, you don't wanna be the liver guy in your office, um, you can make liver jerky it really doesn't smell. You can eat it with salt. It stays really well. Yes, I like to keep it in the fridge, but you don't have to. It's very, very um, more palatable for a lot of people than raw liver. I personally love it. I think it's great. The point is, I just had my multivitamin. I do a few more ounces of that, maybe cook some kidney, or maybe I don't cook kidney. I cook um, a steak. You can cook a steak in advance. I'm gonna show you how to do it on my, my sort of approach. Again, like a lot of people are probably working from home. You just need a, a good solid cutting board. Highly recommend a stainless steel pan. I'll turn that on, I'll get that rolling. And then while I'm doing that, I'll kind of start planning out my food. I'll just start figuring out what I wanna eat while the pan is warming up. This meal, I can be in and out with this meal in 30 minutes. I can have a full carnivore meal. I'm working today. I want to just not be bloated or not be weighed down by food. Any meal you eat, you're probably gonna want at least a 30 minute break just to kind of recharge. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm eating my food. Um, that's another way to kind of unplug and just get some content and, and just 
learn a bit? I don't really know what I'm gonna eat today. So I'm kind of just thinking about what I wanna have. I have kidney that's been sitting in my fridge for a while. So for me, I prefer do the kidney uh, with a little bit of flavor in the cook. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna finish off this kidney. I've got probably about four ounces of kidney. Maybe I'll have half of it, to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's quite a bit of kidney. But I'm gonna take half of this kidney, finish it off, put it in with some pork belly, and that will be kind of like a bacon profile flavor for the kidney itself. pork belly is like a full belly so it's actually got the skin on one side and it's you know I'll just thin slice this throw this on the pan take the kidney out so I'll kidney I just want to do about half of this with the pork belly another thing too you'll get some kind of fluid in there you some sometimes you'll get fluid in there I'll usually just drink the fluid this is gonna be stronger. You don't have to. There are vitamins and nutrients in there. As I mentioned, I've got some beef, duck liver mixed in here. So I'm gonna grab a bit of that to kind of put into my, my meal. I made this jerky and literally from start to finish about 25 minutes, 20, I'd say about 20 minutes. I just, Put it in a dehydrator for about four hours at 150 degrees. Left it overnight. Then put it in the fridge. Got a few wedges of fat from pork, pastured pork from White Oak Pastures. You can get suet, like I mentioned before earlier, from different providers. Just a bit of fat. I'm kind of going down a bit on my fat and going up more on my protein because I'm I'm getting into a bulking phase. Adding some salt to my uh, liver and to my pork. Raw pork fat, absolutely fantastic. I'm keto this morning. I woke up, I didn't have any carbs yesterday. I'm not against carbs. I think if you're doing more mental mind work, more performance, recording videos, making content, writing, strategically thinking about your business, your work, whatever you're doing, you're gonna have more stable energy your mind is going to be much clearer when you're eating fat. Go back to the pan. You can see here I cooked the pork belly a little bit more thoroughly than I probably wanted to. Um, the reason that I cooked the pork belly, it's kind of like adding a little bit of bacon to my meal. You know, it adds some real flavor to the rest of the meats. It's not necessarily going to make me feel as good as just straight muscle meat, but all in all, it's, it's totally fine. It gives it a bit of the fat base to cook in but not so much that I'm gonna have gut issues and just feel like I'm totally whacked out from that. So there's my heart. High quality soy free eggs from a local farmer. 
Most of the eggs that I consume, I do them raw. So I'm gonna show you how I do that right now. Eggs are rich in a ton of vitamins with choline, vitamin D. Eggs are just a powerhouse of a food. And the cool thing is, you can tell these eggs are high quality because if you open them up, you're gonna see how how yellow and sticky the white the whites are super yellow. The white is it literally sticks to the egg. And that's gonna tell you that the, the chicken actually got sunlight, that it actually was pastured in a real pasture and not just that they claim that it was pastured. What I like to do is just sift it like this. I've done it with my hands before, the hands get messy. You can do it with your hands if you want. I just try to get the, the raw whites out of the egg as much as possible so that I just have the yolk and then I just salt the yolk. And they're delicious. So this carnivore meal was maybe a little bit more quote unquote advanced. I had kidney in there, I made some heart, I had some blood pork belly and eggs and some raw eggs. You could just do a ribeye, a sirloin. That would be probably a really solid breakfast for most people. Uh, I also have the beef liver and the, uh, the, the beef liver jerky and the fat. But all in all, beginning to end, 10 minutes to, to cook everything, to prep everything. So anybody who tells you that it's too hard to do carnivore, it's not something sustainable, is just full of it. Because you, you literally could do this in 15 minutes, in any other meal you make, five, 10 minutes, is it really worth it with the processed food? You're gonna have more than five or 10 minutes more of just downtime when you eat that way. So, and you're gonna lose productivity and, and effectiveness and overall health and, and vitality. So from a, a perspective of, of bang for buck, when you look at the long-term benefit and how easy it is to do this, it's kind of a no-brainer. And you can plan most of this and pre-cook it. So. There's not much you have to worry about there. So one more thing I'm gonna show you is how to titrate your food because that's a little bit of a trick that I think is more advanced but also really helpful with this. Obviously, if you have a lot of meat and you take it all out of your fridge and you just leave it there for weeks at a time, it's not gonna be as fresh. You wanna to try to eat proportions and have meat that's available for you in three, four day supply at a time. So what I like to do is plan and I'll take a big roast and I'll just thaw it out in my sink if I have people coming over or I'll take part of it. But for example, then what I do is I typically will cut these up into smaller portions. So this pork belly, it's not the whole pork belly. If I go into my freezer, there's actually a big part of the pork belly back in the freezer still sitting here. but I'm not letting this whole pork belly sit in the fridge so it stays a lot fresher and I can, I can buy time, if you will, and, and actually eat this food longer. So by doing that, same with the pork fat. I have a whole bag here of pastured pork fat. I can't eat this bag in a few days. It's gonna take me a week or week and a half. So what I do is I, I take out a third of it or a quarter of it and I leave that section in the fridge and the rest of the organs are good to go. So that's typically how I roll. Here's the actual fat that's left. I still have a good chunk that will probably last me another day before I need to break into other fat. So titrate your food, have it on supply. If you plan, again, I know this seems like a lot of stuff to do, 
but it's not a lot of stuff. I mean, once you get this dialed, that's everything you need to do. Let's, let's dig in here. I've got a kidney right here. The pork belly is a great hack. Bacon tends to be more cured, treated. I don't like that as much. Don't feel as, uh, as good on bacon. Put all these uh, flavors from the pork belly added to the, the heart and the kidney make it really, really tasty. 